Since 2012, American Field has been the go-to resource for brands big and small to connect with consumers across the country. In 2020, we took to the airwaves, connecting you to makers and doers from wherever you're listening. I'm Lucas Fitz from Small Hand, inviting you to join me in learning the stories behind my favorite brands in the AF network, from the mouths of bright entrepreneurs from coast to coast. Welcome to AF Fireside. Hey there, welcome back to AF Fireside, the American Field podcast. Uh, I am excited today to be joined by someone who is joining from one of my favorite places in the world. Uh, we have Sally Gonzalez, who runs the show at Sallyander. Uh, it's an awesome body care brand. We've had them around American Field longer than I've been around for sure. Uh, joining us from the wonderful Beacon, New York. Sally, how are you? Hi, good morning. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me, Lucas. It's awesome. Yeah. We love American Field. So always down to support you guys and to um, just discuss our business and our brand and hopefully help others. Totally. Yeah, we are right in the same boat with you. Could you give us a little bit of a, a high level understanding of the brand for folks that might be learning about you for the first time? Sure. Great. Great. Um, so my my father actually started our company back in 1982. Um, my older brother was born um, sort of environmentally ill with really bad allergies to skin, um, skin care that was on the market and any sort of soap that he was using. Um, so my dad um, is from the Adirondack Mountains, and he sort of in, is really focused on um, herbs and spices and essential oils and like natural remedies. And back in the early 80s, there really wasn't too much of that happening. So he went to the library and learned how to make soap. And, um, you know, he started with a, with olive oil as his, as his base. And from there, our business grew and grew. Um, it was him and my mom for a very long time, about 25 years. They started doing wholesale, um, in the early two thousands. And, um, I obviously grew up in the business as a little girl. We were all homeschooled and, you know, our backyard was full of ingredients that my dad was growing, calendula, rose petals. Um, and we all worked for my, for the brand, for our company. So it was a really nice childhood, just learning all the little things that we could learn about business and, and also about what we were doing and, and the people that we were helping. Um, we'd have customers come to our house and buy from, you know, our garage where the That's business cool. was started. And yeah, it was a really cool childhood. Um, it was, it was interesting to say the least. So, um, you know, I was the daughter of this local soap maker in town and, you know, I'd go to school and I would, you know, as I, I eventually did go to school in high school and I would just smell like essential oils all the time. So you could always smell us coming, mm. but um, it was a wonderful experience to do that. I went away to college and um, sort of explored my life. I went to Texas to, um, to go to college, um, came back home, went to law school. And, you know, it took me a, a semester or two to realize it wasn't a great fit for me. I really wasn't um, thriving. I didn't love it love it that much. So I, I jumped say, back that's on like, board. That and, feels like a left turn with the story. Yeah, it was. It was, <laughs> cool, it, was, it was. Yeah, it was intense. I was really proud of myself to get into the program um, totally. at SU, but I, I did not want to um, do it long term. So I went to, um, I went home and sort of realized mm -hmm. that my parents could use some help. Um, they were managing, you know, I think they had about 15 employees at the time. And, you know, we've always had an established bunch of wholesalers, you know, anywhere between 2,500 and, and, you know, 3000. And, you know, it was a tough time for them. So I, I kind of jumped in and started 
started helping. Um, but our, so our company, um, makes soap from scratch, um, from raw ingredients, essential oils, um, olive oil is our base and from natural herbs. And, um, you know, we don't use anything artificial to dye or scent our products. We're really for hypoallergenic, um, focused people, people very worried about um, what they're putting on their skin, but from a, um, an overall, um, you know, understanding of who we are, we really want to be, um, you know, for the modern homestead, for people that are, you know, learning about what, what they're putting in their bodies, as well as what they're putting on their bodies. And, you know, the, the customer that um, thinks that, you know, if, if I wasn't buying Saliander, I'd be making my own soap. So sure. we kind of take that step away because soap making is pretty challenging. Um, yeah. It's dirty and, and messy. So, um, so right now that's what we're doing. Um, we have uh, hardware stores that are our accounts and farm markets that buy from us. And we also, um, you know, go to all these little American fields. We're in a lot of farmers markets that we love to attend, um, every, every spring and summer. We attend a bunch in the city and a bunch here in the Hudson Valley. Such an interesting dichotomy between, uh, you know, the way you describe your childhood, like you envision like a little house on the prairie. <laughs> you totally. Know? And, and then, and it's, and, Mm-hmm. So and then and all it's of a sudden, transferred again. Yeah, people are yeah. back to it. So yeah, it, it's, I it's mean, exciting times. Definitely has has made a resurgence. It's just interesting the balance between, uh, you know, this really small, very wholesome sounding story, and then all of a sudden, there's 20, 25 employees, and now look at look at the size that you are now. You but if you've managed to keep this very very small, holistic feeling that I think a lot of other brands have not, have not managed to do that, do the same. That's a hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's been, you know, I think about that a lot because when you have your own business, you want obviously to see enormous growth and you want to push yourself. And, you know, you see all these little brands that start small and then the next, the next month or whatever, they're huge. And, you know, I've never taken any outside investments. Um, we've done everything low and slow. It's kind of my motto, you know, Mm -hmm. um, we take our time to get to what we want to do. I'm very cautious about, you know, the, the, the people that seem interested or, or whatever, you know, I just try to go as slow as I can because I think slow growth is better for us. And, you know, big things, we don't want to change our ingredients and how we do things. We don't want to change our recipes. I, I love employing human beings. So, you know, I've always had that as a kind of a goal to make sure I can employ as many as, as I can. Um, and yeah, I mean, we've gotten to the point this year from last year's growth that we, we did have to buy some equipment and, you know, we, we make this one sort of stellar product. It's called our no bite me cream and it's for black flies, mosquitoes, and ticks. And it's a natural bug repellent. My dad has been literally making this since like 1981, right. Hmm. Um, growing up in the Adirondack mountains, there's nothing but black flies every spring. And as a kid, he couldn't stand it. So yeah. Um, we have a camp up there still that my grandfather built a hunting camp and, you know, he said, I got to find something that works. So he uses tons of ingredients from the Adirondacks. Um, obviously we buy in much larger quantities and, um, in bulk now, but, you know, he makes the tea, he brews it. Um, you know, we grind powders and essential oils together. We put it in a really strong beeswax olive oil base. And this cream is insane. It works so well um, on black flies, mosquitoes, and ticks, safe to put on babies. So this product just 
you know, with all of the people last year outside exploring, getting away from their TVs, malls, whatever, um, adventuring, the product just soared. So, you know, we've been made a little bit of an investment and and purchased a pretty big um, filler machine, which everybody on the team is just so excited for because it's been a manual pump for, you know, about, again, like 30 years, almost 40. This is our 40th year. 2022 is our 40th year. So, um, so yeah, you know, I think it's just about low and slow knowing your customer and, um, you know, trying to know what they're looking for. And, you know, obviously for us, it's always also been about reasonable pricing because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, natural skincare can get expensive and we really try to be affordable for everybody in every household. Do you have any tips for uh, other people out there that are maybe just getting getting a start with their business or their their journey as an entrepreneur for how you become good at talking about your product? I think I've like I've said this a million times to really get to know who your customer is, mm-hmm. um, and at and the American fields that we go to, and you know the farmers markets where my mom started, it was critical for our growth to hear people's feedback you know, mm-hmm. and to embrace it and not, and not sure. say, well, that's not what I want to do, or that's not what I'm looking to do. Or I like this product that I make better. Um, it's listening because, yeah. um, I, I, in my opinion, I think there is the, the customer holds your answers to your growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can appease to them or, um, learn from them, I, I really believe that that's, um, the way to grow. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that, it, and that's a phenomenon that having been to a ton of markets like that, I, I see that in person, but uh, just to put it so, so simply that, yeah, you know, that the, the answer is right there. It's right there in front of you. And, yeah. and that's important to remember because while you make, while you make the product and have control over that, you, you don't buy the product too. You're not, you're, you're not on both sides of, uh, of the table there. Yeah. So like, for instance, our shampoo bars, my, my parents have been making literally been making shampoo bars since, like 1991 and people would laugh at my parents mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that just to like stir up emotions or whatever, but it is a sort of a ridiculous concept to people, you know, if 10 years ago or even five years or, or even two years ago, putting a bar of soap on your scalp and washing with, you know, washing your hair with it because, you know, you walk up and down the grocery store aisles or target and you see five, six aisles of shampoo bottles, sure. plastic water. Most of it is um, detergent and you're, mm-hmm. you know, to switch over from that was just such a, you know, big jump, but our customers never, you know, I would take one shampoo bar, bar away. They're not selling. And we would have hundreds of emails. So, you know, just listening to them and saying, you know what, we're going to keep these products for them. We know that this is what the trend is moving towards and we're going to stay true to what we know. And, um, you know, provide this, even if it could be at a detriment to us. So it is, it's about just listening to your customer and making sure that you're staying true to them and, and true to what you believe too. So funny that you bring up the shampoo bar. Literally yesterday was the first time in my whole life that I ever saw a, a bar of shampoo. shampoo. I was like, what yeah. is up with that? <laughs> it's crazy, but honestly, it's the same exact thing as a regular you know, you're, 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 um, buying the same exact thing sure. as you would in the bottle, but just without the plastic, without the detergent, yeah. without the dyes, it's soap to clean, clean your hair. You That's know, it's, it. it's pretty basic. And so many people are allergic to all those fragrances and artificial sure. dyes and scalp burns in the winter. 
I mean, I can go on and on about our products. Obviously, I've been in it for so long, but um, I, it's tough because I, you know, I have talked to many other vendors that are at these things, and you know, you're doing something that you believe in, and you know, finding your niche is the most important thing, and and listening to your customer. So, American Field has been a wonderful and a really pivotal thing for our our brand and its growth. Yeah, I mean, really we've, grateful for it. We've watched you grow as as we've grown over the time. I feel like you've been around since since totally. the very beginning when I was just a, a little boy coming with a shopping bag. <laughs> come come uh, yeah. check brands out at these events. I probably still have samples somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure. Can you can you detail and kind of highlight some areas that you feel proud of the brand's growth over the last let's say five years or so? Yeah. Um, I think a, a thing that I've noticed about myself is sometimes I'll want to change something and, um, you know, again, listening to my customer, not doing that, mm-hmm. like our little brown bags, I've really never fully loved, but our customers totally embrace those sure. and love those and, you know, staying true with, with that look, um, even as I'd like to evolve and change and, and look more modern, the, the classicness of who we are and, um, sort of the homemade aspect of, um, you know, do it yourself kind of attitude sure. that we have, um, homestead, that the homestead, it, yeah. it, it's who we are. It's who we've always been. And to see that really full circle right now and to have our customers just understand that and, um, and be proud to purchase a product that really has been, you know, started out of necessity and need and, um, and to trust us um, that we are going to, you know, stay true to the product and, um, to the ingredients. And, you know, we do a really good job of not having waste and, and moving our products away from plastics and, and just trying to stay, hold our integrity, um, in these trying times. Sure. Um, but I think a a thing I'm obviously proud of is just not giving up for COVID, not giving up when, you know, we had in an enormous, wonderful season in 2020 January trade shows were bustling and and Mm -hmm. the excitement was in the air for you know this new year 2020 was the year for us and we came back from trade shows just so proud and excited to get going um and you know March 1st came around when we had all of our post-dated orders ready to ship and everyone called and canceled and that was scary for us um it was scary and I'm sure it's scary for everybody. Um, but really again, listening to our customers, you know, the CDC suggesting people wash their hands with bar soap was a really um, yeah, big thing for us too. Okay we for were, you. <laughs> yeah. It was an awesome suggestion to wash your hands with soap. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that helped us. And I was just really proud of, um, I was proud of our team and I was proud of, you know, sort of the, our ability to maneuver through, um, those scary times and connect directly with our end customer and, you know, talk to our wholesalers and, and have the strength to give them terms and to work with everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we didn't really say no at that time. We were sure, you know, you need this soap and you give a six net 30 next 60, you know, just trying to make it through. Everybody was in the same boat. We were all very understanding. So um, I think that, it really proved the strength and durability of our brand. So totally. that's something I'm super proud of. Do you feel like uh, speaking exclusively for the brand, do you feel like you're, you're back from, from the pandemic era? Is it? I'm feeling strong. 
I'm feeling strong. I mean, you know, I'm as a business owner, I'm always nervous about every single thing and every decision. Now now we have all the reason to just be nervous all the time. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, so cool. But I was saying this the other day that, you know, some of my worlds crumbled a little with the business, you know, some of my, the things I trusted or the things I knew to be true really were shaken during that time. Mm -hmm. So personally, I feel much stronger and man, I don't know what's next, but I feel like with our, we can get through it all right. Yeah, this we'll point, you know? And so I definitely think we oh. are on the other side. I'm, you know, praying, I have strong faith and, and, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that the future is, is bold and strong and, you know, people are ready to get back to life. And mm-hmm. I do feel like we are on the other side of it. Um, so I'm, I'm very proud of, of that too. It's awesome. Oh, we love it. Yeah. It's like watching our watching our kids grow up in front of us. So yeah, <laughs> it's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Anything uh, anything you want to share that you're excited about for the new year? Anything, any hints or, or peaks at things? <clears throat> we are we should... finally, yeah, we finally decided to uh, launch some new products and some nice. new soaps. So we're excited to do that. We've been sort of on hold for the past couple of years, but we have um, a bunch of new seasonal soaps that are coming out, awesome. some products for dogs and, and pets that we're excited to be bringing back to the stage. We've been, we made those for years. Um, but we are bringing those back. Um, cool. yeah, so we have some cool things happening and, you know, i can't wait to get back to all the farmers markets and the American fields this spring and, yeah. and summertime too. So it's going to be kind of, we just got to get through these cold months. I think yep. we can get back yeah, outside I think so again. Too. We saw in the last couple of years that we've been through this, it gets better mm-hmm. when it gets, when it gets warmer for sure. Yes. I Uh, I would like to just forget and move forward and, you know, you know, trust, basically trust yourself and trust your product. If you have a good product, people want it. And, um, the hardest part is really getting the word out and, um, you know, building your base, going to these little markets and festivals and fairs, um, make a dramatic um, difference in your business, connecting and building relationships with your customers. So I'm pumped. Awesome. Well, uh, one last off, off, uh, off, off tangent comment sure. or, or question before we go. Can you give the elevator pitch to Beacon New York? Why, why are you guys there? I know great. why because so, it's perfect, <laughs> but I want to hear so, your words. <clears throat> great. So being raised in the Adirondacks, we have a strong connection to this mountain range, to, to the outdoors and to, you know, seeing bodies of water and, and mountains together is just something that feels comfortable and at home to us. And you know, there's a little known fact about Beacon, but if you look at the New York state flag, the mountain range that you see on the flag is Mount Beacon. George oh, cool. Washington, yeah, his fort is right in Newburgh, right across the river uh-huh. from us. And this is where pretty oh. much this area is where the Revolutionary War was fought and huh. where, um, you know, the British were coming and West Point is here. And it it feels very um, like a stronghold, a place of security and safety and um, the, the people in this town embrace our brand and, you know, people in this area, you know, are so grateful that we're here. Um, Beacon is a beautiful place to live. There's, um, great art and we're very close to the city, you know, about an hour and a half train ride to the city. So we just feel like we're at the heart, um, of where we want to be as, as well as, you know, in sort of the, the fresh air and Hudson Valley where it's just beautiful and things really do come to life here. And, dreams grow. And, um, we've been so grateful to have, be a part of the journey of, of the growth of beacon and also, you know, 
the awareness of this little town. So that would be my, my pitch. I love it. I went for the first yeah. time a couple of years ago and just was like having a blast walking around downtown and literally stumbled upon the Sally Ander store and was like, Oh, uh, American field Sally Ander. Like yes. this is, this makes perfect, perfect sense for. Yeah. For yeah. We had to close our store in 2020, oh, no. but our factory is coming to life this, cool. um, this spring. We are, we've um, expanded. We've taken on about 5,000 new square feet and we're building wow. a storefront here. So Oh, cool. um, right by our, the hardware store where our factory is. Um, and so we're cool. really excited to connect again this time right. too. Perfect. I'm coming back for that. Yep. Awesome. awesome. Where's the best place Thanks for people it. to stay in touch and, and learn more about the brand? Awesome. So you just go to sallyander.com um, and sign up for our newsletter and connect with us on Instagram. We work really hard to make sure that everything's up to date and we're sending out newsletters and you know, we love to give sneak peeks of new products and um, giveaways and um, friends and family sales. So, you know, again, we, we work really hard at making sure that our products are affordable for everyone. So check us out. Um, once you try our soap, you probably will never go to any, anything else afterwards. <laughs> That's the It's truth. a big difference. Yeah. Very cool. Sally, it was great to catch up. Um, hopefully I'll see you in Beacon one of these days soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, awesome. Lucas. Thank you. Have a great Take rest care. of your day. See ya. You too. I'm Lucas Fitz, and this is AF Fireside. To learn more about all the brands featured on the podcast, check out fireside.shopaf.co. And don't forget to subscribe to us on your streaming platform of choice. Thanks for listening.